0: 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95%
1: of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff.
0: But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer.
2: Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform.
0: Oh, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey, guys, Ian Hume here. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information.
1: You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social
2: media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club.
0: Come on, you foxes!
2: Back of the net.
1: It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63, or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered Leicester City, our FA Cup winners at last, and our history makers at Wembley. A modern
2: day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away, in truth. Premier League champions 2016,
1: the amazing Leicester City. Until I die, TV mm. your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now.
0: And now, here's your host,
1: Right, Chris. Oh, right there! How the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, it's Well, no, it's Wednesday night, or is it Tuesday night? it could be Thursday. <laughs> I'll say happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'm covering my all my bases there. Welcome along. It is, of course, the night of uh, the Europa League final. Yep. Yeah. We can look on and we can be jealous of Rangers, but uh, good luck to them. Uh, it would be nice to see them uh, uh, win. I know it's Scottish football, but you know I'm, 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 I'm biting my tongue very heavily when I am saying that. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Please would you do what it says at the bottom there, which is subscribe. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube and if you are listening via your favourite podcast platform, Thank you very much. Uh, We do do really appreciate it. This is where you can find us.
2: Watch us
0: on YouTube.
2: Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die.
0: Subscribe, like,
2: follow and join in now. Broadcasting live worldwide.
1: Indeed, and we will get our guests in very quickly because he has got a prior engagement. Um, I mean, Ankit, welcome along. I do have a sort of a pub quiz question for you here. Um, uh-huh. What happens every May in the Premier League?
3: <laughs> what happens every May in the Premier League? Well, yeah. uh, I, I think it, it's time to take rest file in the Premier League for
1: us at least right now. I'm, gonna, well, the time. No, I'm afraid no, that is the wrong. I will give you the correct answer. Chelsea lose the FA Cup final and then have a visit of Leicester straight after. It seems to be happening on a regular. Hey, I'm joking. Welcome along, welcome along. Can I just say, whoever your marketing manager is there at Chelsea, what a great job that he managed to get a sponsor to match the number of FA Cups you've lost in a row. Um, but I we mean, that's out the way we now. Sponsor, so we're not going to go further on that, right? I mean, that, that's
3: the yeah. positive aspect of it.
1: I'm going to call it a day now, but I'm just wearing purple, just you know, so you remember. Welcome along, mate. L- lovely to have you on. We will have a lot of chat with you, uh, banter and Thank what you have yourself. you. And uh, you were top of the uh, quiz chart with the gentleman below for so long. Lost out on the final day. It's great to have you on. Give a shout out to where people can find you, Ankit. Yeah.
3: Firstly, thanks a lot. Uh, you always know notice. I would love to come on in this channel. Uh, fantastic content. Anyone watching this. Please, please do like the stream. Definitely helps, and do subscribe. Uh, you can find me on Almighty Blues FC. Uh, that is basically all hundred percent football content. And yes, uh, unlike previously, I do have a second channel. Uh, that is probably all sports, which is Almighty Sports Plus. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram as Almighty Blues FC, and we cover all content in football.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. I mean, Craig, would you know the answer
2: to that question? Um. Yeah, I wouldn't have got the bit that where we play them straight afterwards, but obviously the, uh, the the Chelsea losing the FA Cup final, it's, you know, it's become one of those sort of thing, you know, like Eurovision, you know, the, those things that you look forward to every year. Indeed,
1: indeed. And
2: um... if I could just add one thing here quickly, right? I and mean, the fact that we've been
3: to so many finals itself, I think probably we should celebrate that, that rather than losing it and just saying it, you know, put it that way.
2: Yeah, it's a lovely day out.
1: It's it, well, it's down the road for some teams, isn't it? You know, but no, hey, no, we we won't mention we won't mention it again for about five minutes. Um, Ankit, you have got us tomorrow. Um you're going, I think it's the first time since sixteen seventeen that if you win tomorrow, you will have be beaten us twice in the same season. Um it's been a difficult season for you. Um we know, and and it's for matters that are outside your hands and we're not going to touch that because you know we, we don't do politics in here but it, it it's got to have affected in some way i mean some of the arguments are that your players you know that these is well-paid players they should be able to handle it you know people work for companies that you know go into liquidation all the time um but do you feel it, it, that is the reason behind your form being so erratic recently
3: yeah, as in more recently, yes, Chris. But I think it started off as in you know when we played uh, Juventus uh, uh, in the Champions League, you know, in the second leg that we did in the group stage. So we got a great performance, and it was four all. And then in the same game, Ben Chilwell, obviously the person that you know very well, uh, you mm-hmm. know, got injured. And I know uh, you can argue that probably you know he was not that kind of a uh, wing back last season, but this season the way he started and Tuchel the way he implemented, you know, uh, both the wing backs to actually join the midfield, our performance on the pitch kind of stopped, you know, uh, we stopped performing the way we did, especially with Ben well out, Then Reese James, I think just a week after he was injured and then we got, you know, the COVID uh, struck, uh, etc., where we, among, you know, many other clubs were having a lot of COVID cases, but for some strange reason, we were asked to kind of keep playing, keep playing, keep playing and that took its toll and then <laughs> the bomb kind of, you know, just fell and our, season just fell apart. And and that is what it was with the ownership, with Lukaku, uh, you know, a lot of uh, other issues, too had personal issues. So I think it's, again, it might sound as excuses, but again, we are, I'm already talking about seven to eight, you know, proper reasons, which can, you know, derail any club, beat even Chelsea football club.
1: I mean, Craig, are you surprised at Chelsea's form or... We, I think we said before that once you get past Manchester City and Liverpool, nobody's... Well, maybe Norwich have been consistently bad, but yeah, basically it's one of those seasons where nobody's really hit, hit the best form outside of those two.
2: No, I think um, it's funny. I was talking earlier today um, uh, and saying, you know, if you look at the, the points total for the teams that are going to get into the Champions League and Europa League, It's really low and apart from, and and we said the the three best squads are Liverpool, Man City and Chelsea. Mm. Beyond that, at the moment, I I think people have good teams. They don't have strong squads. And uh, as I've touched on this before, the rest of the teams are catching up in terms of at least the sort of 15 players, 17 players that they can put out on a match day. You know, there's more and more money coming into the Premier League. They can go around Europe and pick up players. You see, you start the next season, you're going to have at least 10, probably 15 teams who think they should all be in the top eight. You know, we'll be doing it this season. You've got the top six as it is now. West Ham will think they can do it again. Palace will think they can kick on. Villa will think so. If Everton get out of it, they'll, they'll invest. They'll think it's going to... So it's becoming harder and harder. But I remember doing an interview after the game, um, outside the ground, after we'd played you uh, in the home game. And I was asked the question whether we'd seen the champions. Um, And I answered, yes, I thought you were so good on that day. And and the start of the season, you were so so good and and really dominating, as you say, Tuchel had got it perfected with the wing-backs. We tried to match you up in that game with wing-backs. And if you do that, whoever's braver wins because you pushed our wing-backs right back and uh, and we couldn't get a foothold in the game. But since then, I think Tuchel, Tuchel has found a problem with trying to keep everyone happy. You know, the, the number of players, you know, you've got Havertz, Lukaku, Werner for a start. You know, he couldn't get a tune out of any two of them, shall we say, at any one time. You'd have one playing well, the other one wasn't. So he was mixing and matching. I know you had injuries with Zek and Pulisic. And when you look around that squad, it was so good at the start of the season. And then he, he seemed to, as soon as the other competitions started getting deeper, that seemed to be where you were having your problems because he was mixing and matching a little bit too much. And you didn't have that, um, that same tight-knit group as you did at the start of the season.
1: Yeah. I mean, Ankit, I've got to say, you were my choice to win the Premier League this season. Yeah. You know, you, you, thank, you, thank you for you, Jin- Jin-Z. Jin-Z. I don't know what to say there. <laughs> you've done it. You've <laughs> dropped me in it again. Thank you. you know, but, I mean, Lukaku. I mean, let, let, before we get on to the game this weekend, Lukaku, I mean, was that a, a, a bad buy? well uh listen
3: uh okay as in definitely what he did was absolutely uncalled for it is totally unprofessional what he did but he came and kind of you know voiced it. i know he's going to do that in in hindsight everyone's going to do that that you're going to realize your mistake and he's come out and said that okay what i did was out of line and i would like to correct it and again he took i think a couple of months after that because i think the bad luck for him was he was injured right after so it doesn't help either and then you had to kind of perform on off the pitch and kind of on the pitch uh, Tuchel couldn't play him in many games because we were in the quarterfinals of Champions League, for example, and, you know, knockout competitions in, in the business end, so we couldn't really play him and Havertz was getting a good run. So eventually you would say that, yeah, it's, it's kind of Lukaku has, you know, dug his own grave, but at the same time, he's not got the chances that probably he deserved. And as in, I have gone, they said that, okay, Tuchel give him a lifetime contract. I love the guy, the guy has managed through this situation in Chelsea. And he's got the Champions League, which we'll never forget last season. But this season, I think the point came in the FA Cup final. Like, I was thinking, like, if only Lukaku had played a few more games prior, maybe he would have played 120 minutes. And maybe I would say that Lukaku uh, is kind of responsible mainly, but it's also Tukil because Tukil wasn't as flexible the, enough as what I would have liked. So I think it's a bit between the two. And I think from what I understand uh, from the body language of both Lukaku and Tukil in the last few games, he will be there to stay. And I don't think any club is going to take him for that amount of money after what he did, you know, of, of, the, of the pitch. So, I think it's only fair to kind of give him time. Uh, but I think coming back to the point that Craig said, right, as in one point that we missed is about uh, Tuchel, as in builds his team around the defence. We saw it whole of last year, right? And out of our main defenders, out of the five people, two wing-backs were out. And out of the centre-backs, all the three centre-backs were out of contract at the end of the year. So imagine we literally had none of the defenders actually in mind 100%, which is quite subconscious, and that is why a defensive record also, you know, kind of derailed along with our attacker's which from Lampard era it's not really improved, to be honest.
1: Mm. Um, just say hello to to Ant there, Ant's um Leicester fan channel, great fan channel, great Leicester channel. Get over there and give it a subscription if you haven't already, uh, Craig. I mean on that FA Cup final, from a neutral's point of view, it was probably one of the best nil-nils I've ever seen. Um, I wish I
2: could comment. I couldn't, because I didn't oh, see you it. You didn't
3: see it, did no, you? No, I didn't no. see it.
2: I um mm. I I tuned in just as the penalties were starting. And uh yeah. even then, um even then I could watch that through to the end. But by all accounts, yeah, it, it sounded like a really good game. Yeah, just was. one of those where Not so much cancelling each other out, but but chances weren't taken. And, um, Mm. you know, at the end of it, you know, it's two of the best three teams in the division this season. So you would expect it. And and it's nice that on an occasion, both teams turn up and try and win the game. And I think that's that's the important thing in in FA Cup finals. Too many times you've seen where teams are too frightened to lose it, that they don't try and win it. And,
1: And I think as well, quite often, that you'll look and say, wow, this is a a Liverpool-Chelsea game or a Liverpool-Man City final and it's going to be the best thing, you know, the two best teams. And nine times out of ten, it, it just flops. It oh. fails. It doesn't produce it. But that was... And I don't think... You know, if, if Chelsea had won... I don't think anybody could have sort of said you didn't deserve it as much Oh as no no at, you know? I think
3: probably more so in the Carabao Cup final if you remember the yeah. Carabao Cup final was probably even a better nil nil game that was like wow as in Christian Pulisic Mason Mount had like loads of chances right it's, it's and of course the line which never belongs to us it always belongs belongs to VAR and the sides which kind of you know favor VAR uh Lukaku's goal was there in Carabao Cup I have to say that you know that was a goal but again uh Debatable for Liverpool fans. Having said that, I think you're right. As in, uh, this is basically a final where we—I thought it really—it was just down to luck. Uh, the FA Cup final. It was not like, unlike the Carabao Cup final, where we missed so many chances, right? You know. So I think, yeah, uh, you could you could argue that both the teams deserve. But again, maybe it's just that uh, that over the line that we need to get another fact that we have lost many finals in England in the recent years. Uh, even if you add the Carabao Cup against Man City, what Kepar did to Sadi, if you remember, right? So. There, there are moments where our players still need to grow up, and maybe you can, you can argue that that's the case in penalties. Yeah.
1: I mean, Craig, I think if if, if a certain gentleman is still running the club, I think he would possibly be sort of looking at the, at the manager and going, "Do I change it?" But I think mm. you know, <laughs> at the moment, he must realise his job is safe. I don't think the new owners maybe have quite the. Uh, not the inclination
2: to change managers, but the money to be able to pay these, these managers off. Well, I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Ankit, but that, that sale doesn't look like it's um, it's getting any closer to going through at the moment. So, well, what is
3: the situation? Uh, yeah, so I, I think I just heard Tuchel today, right? Uh, speaking in the presser. So, yes, he did indicate, and, and he did indicate there are certain issues. And that need to be resolved so I, I believe the issue was about uh the money that there was about a, a certain loan amount of about 1.6 billion which was to be you know sent to a third party and then probably you know uh, then to the owner. so for me uh roman his, you know kind of management did not kind of agree with that they thought it will go directly to the government and i believe again you know there are reports in that today that it has been solved uh Hopefully, first thing in the morning, we hear the T1 journalists, you know, confirming that. But yeah, there are certainly reports that just a couple of hours ago that has been solved. So again, crossing my fingers, uh, Craig, but I think, yeah, that's, that's the first thing. Because even when it comes to transfers, we all know technically it opens on June 1st. But, you know, from the beginning of May, uh, teams which are not really in the competition start, you know, discussing the transfers. And that's where we are losing out as club. Yeah.
2: I was anyway, gonna, oh, sorry, Chris, just a quick one. I was, I was going to yeah. ask on that. Because looking at it from the outside, that it looks now like a team that needs—I mean, we talk about Leicester having a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Chelsea look like they need a rebuild, you know, and some mm-hmm. tough decisions whether you persist with. Um, Um, I I forgot his name now, but uh, your German up front who who misses every chance. One one, one has injured. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, injured.
2: You know, obviously your your back line is is gone. A lot of it is gone. You know, there's still talk that Aspilicueta is going to move on, maybe. So it it looks like a team that needs rebuilding, but you can't rebuild. Exactly. And that's where a lone army, uh,
3: Craig, you know, will really help. Uh, I genuinely believe and I genuinely believe because I have followed Levy Collin very closely uh, and he's is an excellently win well championship. He is, he's going to come back and probably he's not going to be a starter, but at least we need, basically need bodies. You're right. As in we don't have the, the numbers itself, right? And then even when it comes to attacking midfield, like we don't have the creators. So many are injured. So Gallagher is one that will probably cover. So I think there are still covers. Uh, we don't, we're we not in a desperate situation, but I think yeah, we need some quality experience there.
1: I'm going to say good evening to Terry. Terry, I don't know if you had a chance to. check yet uh but is the video that you were saying earlier now working it seems to be it just seems to take it for some reason on my channel it just seems to take a while as soon as i load the videos up they do have a buffering problem but after an hour or so it seems to be all right so just check it again mate i did message you back just check it again and just see if, if it's if it's working for you now so we have got this game um tomorrow night uh, kicking off there at uh, 8 o'clock. Join us at 7.30. Myself and Josh will be doing a, another watch along. Um, so if you're doing nothing tomorrow night and you can't get to Chelsea, join us for a beer and some banter. And we would be pleased to have you. Um, this doesn't make very good reading, does it, Craig? I mean, <laughs> when you look at this, and I, I'm sorry, I seem to do this every time, but it, <laughs> there's the odd thing that pops up now and again. Chelsea total win 16 Leicester six uh, <laughs> and yeah. they've won eight at home we've won two away um should we just start off, save a bit of money and just give them the three
2: points now <laughs> no not at the minute not at the minute they' are um I mean you I, I I think you you can't lose out on top four now can you I think with the way the results have gone with yeah, Arsenal uh just, um, just
1: looking at it now. Um,
3: 60, we, we've already secured
2: top no. four, but it's about the third position.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. they can yeah. finish fourth, but they they yeah. can't finish out of the top four. Yes. yeah.
2: We just yeah. need a point for third as well. So. Yeah, so you know it'll be interesting to see um, to see the team. It'd be interesting to see the team uh, that both managers put out. Uh, to be honest, whether they tinker a little bit, and uh, as we've seen, you know when there's something really big to play for, teams turn up again. I'm not sure I know it's it's Chelsea's last home game of the season and uh, but I I'm, I wonder how up for it either team will be. So again, hopefully a, a free-flowing football match might break out
1: yeah <laughs> we live in hope anthony hi chris Hope you well you can watch the final tonight on bt sports on youtube you can indeed and i have it up on another screen uh young anthony so um yes uh, you can watch the europa league final free of charge um yeah. and Just a big point through- uh some, Greg. i think so uh i
3: don't know i don't know how the scheduling has been but strangely even our next game is at home, so we are playing uh, Watford at home the next game. So that's where I'm kind of ah, confident okay. that okay, we'll, we'll probably get one point against Watford at home. Like we should
1: come on. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, on on what Craig was saying then, uh, Anki, do you see uh, this game as Chelsea will just stake out and 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 you know take it easy? Not say take it easy, but. On the beach, sort of thing. I know. I know you could argue that that you know Leicester are playing for position, really. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Brendan wants to have wants to stay you know top ten if he can, and then say, well, top ten in a semi final in Europe isn't a bad season. Yeah. How how do you think Tuchel is is going to face this match? Because I mean, your last five matches, um, if we just have a look here, have been well. You know, you've won, drawn, lost, drawn, won. It's been a bit of a mixed bag. Bad. <laughs> Simply bad, yeah. I think, honestly speaking, yeah, at least uh,
3: Leicester have something to play for. I think, if I'm not wrong, you guys can finish between 8th to 14th anywhere, uh, depending yeah. on the results that happen over, uh, over this week. So, uh, we don't have that kind of scenario. So, I think, uh, again, uh, I don't think uh, I'd be, you know, kind of foolish to say that whatever he plays now, maybe he starts next season right now. Come on, that's not going to happen. We know that you know, pre-season will come and that that's when things will change again mm-hmm. because of the big loan Army that we have. Uh, so I feel it is just about that securing the one points So Tuchel is like, you know, he, he's going to experiment a little bit. But I think it's it's about blooding people who probably did not get opportunities this time. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of surprised that Hakim Ziyech for one, you know, despite being fit finally and giving up his Moroccan national team duties has not been used enough. So yeah. probably he's one of them who will come in. Saul, who whom we apparently scouted for one year and then got him on loan on the final day when the entire world knew who Saul is. And yeah. then we hardly played him. I know that he didn't do great. But at least in the cup competitions, he did very well. He kind of improved over the season. So, he didn't get many chances. So, such people or maybe even some youngsters like, you know, Harvey Whale of the likes. Lewis Hall got a man of the match in the cup and never played again. So, there have been strange kind of picks also. So, I'm hoping that, you know, those folks play rather than I know that I saw Doug comment on Christensen. And again, I don't want to get into details about that. But um, as per Tuchel, there might be something... More to it, it might be some 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 kind of a mental issue of, of some sort that Christiansen mm-hmm. many times has. So I won't comment on that. But again, uh, I'd rather not have ifs and buts kind of players. I'd rather have people who kind of, you know, just play and watch a good game of football for a spectator, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean Craig. Looking at the opto stats there um, with with Squawker again. You know, sometimes you look at these stats and you think, "Oh my God, Lina, let's let's just not not turn up." But it's nice to see that our shot accuracy. So if we do get a shot (laughs) in tomorrow, our shot accuracy is actually better than Chelsea's. It looks
2: like it's basically
1: to top trumps, isn't it? It is, yeah. I found I'm I'm fascinated by this. If you saw the prediction show the other day, i had done these for all the games. It is like a a a, a well, exactly what you said, an opt to top trumps. But um, I mean, goals scored fifty seven, goals conceded fifty seven. I mean, we know that that that's been our downfall, hasn't it? This season, the, the defending.
2: Yeah yeah it has and uh, you know there's some stats there that that mean very little i mean passes attempted you know there there was a time when when passes were actual passes forward you know that should be the stat to be honest these days from opta passes forward because sideways and backwards passes you know you and I could do that all day long. So, To
1: be honest with you, I think they do have that. It's just that I could only fit so much onto the screen yeah, yeah. without it being like um, the bottom
2: yeah. of a Specsavers test card. But, you know, you know the, if the best teams, the best squads and the best teams play and turn up and play to their ability, then, yes, Chelsea would beat us probably nine times out of ten. Mm. But I think we're starting to play with a little bit more confidence. I think Madison. But, you know, fresh from getting his player of the year uh, yeah. award. He's playing the best football that he's played since he's been with us this past half season. I don't think there's many better players in taking the ball on the half turn as Madison. So if, if he gets in those little pockets and we get the ball to him, then then he can do a little bit of damage in there. Um, so I th- I think this is, I think at the time of the season it is and what's to play for, I think this is a pretty even game.
1: Yeah, And looking here, Anki, at your last five games, because um, if you go in on the actual, well, I'm looking at a form table here, which is based on the last six games, um, and I didn't do this on purpose, it just happened to be the one that came up. Leicester are in ninth place in the form table, Chelsea are in tenth. Um, and we're lucky to be tenth.
3: We are lucky to be tenth, Chris. I'll <laughs> tell you what: the,
1: the Wolves game, as in, uh, like Craig said, as
3: in, I would have defended better. You know, that was how it was. The Wolves game, it was really schoolboy stuff. The mm-hmm. second half, we we like we hit the panic button for whatever reason. Everton has done a, a double over us. <laughs> Can you believe it? Like, not a double, but yeah, they've not we're not beat beaten Everton this season. So it's like crazy, right? As in, it's impossible that this will happen in a normal season. And yeah. it's, it's for everyone to see that there is something missing the team, the kind of chemistry which was there last season is not there. Again, coming back to the off-field issues and things like that. But having said that, I know that we've had a lot of injuries. Uh, and the good part is, you know, Chilwell is training back. So uh, he'll not he's not feature. But again, you know, there are some positive signs for the upcoming season. But I have to say that Leicester, probably you have a team right now, which probably you were expecting starting off the season, probably being for most of the season. So I think finally... Uh, in this match alone, if you actually see the 11s i I'm pretty sure Leicester will have arguably a stronger eleven than Chelsea. Even
1: well, um, yeah, I mean, looking at those results there, and i want to come to Craig on ours in a second, but you know, you, you've got you've got the win over West Ham, you've got the win over Leeds, but in between, you've got three games. I mean, Manchester United won all. You would look at that and go, "You that should have been a game with Manchester United's form that you should have just been racking the goals up," and then Everton. Well, I mean, that nobody went for that result, did they? I don't know why. I mean, Everton beat us. They are fighting for their lives, but nowhere, I don't know where the hell that result came from. And Wolves, I mean, you were lucky with that one, weren't you, as well? That was three games in there that surely wouldn't give you confidence. Hello? Can you hear me, Craig?
2: I can hear you, yeah. I yes,
1: assume that but, was to Ankit, wasn't it? That was to Ankit, yeah. but I yeah. think oh, okay, Ankit always back. back. You back? Oh, you froze sorry, then, sorry, Ankit, sorry. I think.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was my internet, I guess. Sorry, sorry, yeah. So, uh, right. see, as in again, you, you mentioned Everton, right? As in again, uh, as in people say it was Lampard and that's the reason that our performance came And Same thing about Leicester, that, okay, he has probably some kind of pass there. But again, like, you know, it's about the time of the season. Similarly for Leicester, I don't think you had a lot to play for. Uh, the fact that you were actually in the conference league semis, which again, arguably you should have beaten Roma uh, you know, and taken the game to them rather than the other way around. And that was, I think, if I, if I remember right, it was somewhere in between as well. So uh, maybe that has been one of the reasons for Leicester, plus the fact that you had a you know set of players coming back from injury. I think James Justin is back for you, Fofana is back. You know, Similarly, we are having just people back from injury going again. So it's not been like a stable kind of a you know, side. So it comes down to that, really. And if you see the rest of the sports who kind of are doing well consistently, it's about them having like a secure, you know, elements to start with. I don't think I am playing my fantasy football. And trust me, with Chelsea and Leicester, I don't know whom to pick. That's how bad it is.
1: <laughs> I think, mean, Craig, looking at our last five games, I mean, yeah. we'll try and forget the Villa game um because <laughs> I, I, I still say to this thing I, I i should be awarded a bafta for doing the watch along on my own for that <laughs> that was 90 minutes of my life i am definitely not going to get back yeah, yeah. Uh, tottenham it's almost a given isn't it that you know we turn up against tottenham and the beaters and beat us. Um, everton again we got stung by everton They've run once away from home come yeah. to leicester well two away from home but The Norwich and Watford games, and we're going to be talking when Ankit has to go in in a bit. We're going to be talking about the youngsters, and Mm. Rod just kind of touched on the fact that you you know he might be you know playing some of the youngsters. I would I would have thought those were the two games where if he was going to play the youngsters, he would have played them. No disrespect to Norwich and Watford, but I mean they're awful. Um, It was good to see Leicester back. It was confidence, and a lot of people will
2: say, "Well, it was only Norwich and Watford, though." Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you can only beat what's in front of you, can't you? And, uh, you know, there's been plenty of times when you say that we haven't got anything to play for that, you know, we can get turned over by these kind of teams, you Mm. know. But, you know, I think we rode a look in both games a a little bit at the start. But we tend to be slow starters and build ourselves into the game. And I would hope the same happens. I can see that tomorrow night if we can get through the first... 15 20 minutes I can see us growing in confidence but those two games I think what you saw was a Leicester playing without pressure mm. you know and uh, and we're happy we're, we're comfortable to to take the touch on the ball and and try something and when you play without fear we've got we've got really good players you know it's it's when the pressure comes that you find out at what level your players are capable of going to. And i think we've seen that you know people are saying again wow wasn't harvey great harvey's been great last couple of games when there's been nothing on it it's mm-hmm. when there's a really tough tight game that you find out whether your players are capable of taking you to the next level but i would like to see us you know um play the same way and just go into that game trying to play football and the thing is with with the youngsters as you say we'll, we'll touch on it in in a bit is that they were the games that you probably would have expected him to play. Some yeah. But then you've also got half of our fan base calling for his head. You know, there is no way mm-hmm. that he's going to take chances in those two games. You come out of not getting wins against Watford and Norwich, and and people are all over him saying, "What the hell are you doing?" So you know, Very, yeah. those people backed backed Brendan really into a corner. I think not not yeah. that he would listen to it, but you know no. what I mean. He would no definitely.
1: Pressure. Definitely. I think, you know, if we would had put the youngsters out and we'd lost, shall we say that more sensible fans, uh, (laughs) the fans would have been saying, well, yeah, we get it, you know, because he'll learn more from that than he will half a dozen bloody uh, pre-season games. Um, But, you know, like the other thing that I would have said is that earlier in the season, said pre-Christmas time or even sort of January, February, we wouldn't have come
2: well certainly against um, a Watford. We wouldn't have come back and won those games. No, not not in the in the way we did. Obviously, yeah. you know, um, Watford were defending like the Keystone Cops at, at, at times. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you've still got to take advantage and put the ball away, and we did.
1: Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, Ankit, there's your form overall and home and away. Um, your home form. You've won terrible. you only won eight, but you've won twelve away, so your home form is slightly slightly worse.
3: It's actually terrible, Chris. I as in, mean, you don't need to be so, so soft there. Trust me, <laughs> our home form has been pathetic. As in as in, come on, as Stamford Bridge, we've never had such kind of results. As in, for whatever reason, first of all, the atmosphere in uh, in the grounds was not a hundred percent as well. Because remember, we are technically still in, under sanctions, so we don't have the entire stadium full with the Blues there. So there's a lot to do with that. But again, it's kind of strange because we have a lot of youngsters as well in the team. It's not like uh, we we have a lot of, you know, only experienced players who kind of are due to fatigue, not playing well, but a lot of youngsters are there. And them kind of playing week in, week out also, I thought would have, you know, gotten us over the line at home. But for some strange reason, our defence line is something not totally missing at home. So I think, again, uh, considering those 20 goals at home, uh that's not going to win in any more games than what we've <laughs> done right so i think mean, that's that's the main reason of it and it, it can be again the mindset about you know, them subconsciously not being there uh because they don't know what the future uh that that could be a real thing right and, and of course um angolo kante as and of course Lester know everything about angolo kante right he has not been not even like i would say 70 percent of what he is usually right so again It can be the injuries, it could be off-field issues, it can be the fact that even his contract is getting over, I think, one year down the line. Uh, And again, there was a statement today that, okay, when time comes, I'll see, uh, unlike what he's told previously. So I think, yeah, even as in times change when it comes to even the legends, you know, let's see, as in uh, I'm still hoping that he stays, but I think there's something missing with N'Golo Kante as well, which has been one of the main reasons in the midfield.
1: Yeah, and and Craig, should we just ignore our away form? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah let's yeah um, let, yeah. It's,
1: well, i mean i think it, yeah let's just say it's rubbish it's rubbish it, it's <laughs> not been the best has it it hasn't in fairness uh we're going to come on because i'm conscious of the time so very quickly um let's just do the rest that's, that's
3: okay i'll let you know
1: don't worry about that <laughs> yeah. You let us have that one. We're running out of time, Ankit. That's what it is. We've got, we've got to move on. We've got to move on. Uh, the referee there, Stuart Atwell, uh, with Andre Marin the fourth official, Lee Mason in the VAR.
2: Um, is Lee Mason just a, a permanent VAR ref nowadays? He seems to be in VAR in every game. Well. Did he not have a bad game not so long ago? and Wasn't he dropped for a bit? And yeah, no, I no, I I, I realised that he just seems yeah. to crop up as the. No, VAR what I mean is,
1: are they just sort of easing him in? And, and sort of as a punishment, you're on VAR every week. I
2: would like it's, to it's, think they're, they're, they're easing him out.
1: Well, <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed.
2: I, I
3: think uh, VAR officials are probably more under the fire these days, and it's the yeah. other way around, right? So it's kind of strange. I think. Again, uh, whomever you put, I I don't think we're going to get 100%, you know, kind of, you know, as in proper decisions there. So I think it's it's fine. (laughs) We can just live
1: with it. Well, you see, to me, VAR, let's not get into VAR in too much detail. We'll be here till 10 o'clock and the match will be over. But I mean, I think with VAR, you've brought VAR in because you're not trusting the referees to make all the correct decisions but then the people you're putting in charge of it is the people that it's coming in to watch because they're not making great decisions. So yeah, exactly. it, it gets very, very confusing. Now, I haven't had a chance to fill the score predictions in because I only just got the, a, a few just before I came live and Ian Wilson I'm still waiting for. Uh, I haven't done mine yet, to be honest with you. Uh, but Ian Marshall's gone 2-1 to Chelsea. Steve Walsh has gone 2-1 to Chelsea. Jerry Taggart's gone one all, and Steve Lineux has gone nil nil. Um, Ankit, I'll generous. come to you first. What 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 it's would generous. your prediction be? It's way too generous. Trust me on that uh, Chris. it's it's exactly the
3: opposite of the motivation factor we had same time last year. We know what happened after the FA Cup final, right? And that match, we were as motivated as ever, and this time we are absolutely not. Plus, the form is not there, so I think this is probably the best time to play Chelsea, and I really mean it. If you want, I think it's about 2, 2.5 million extra that you get in case you finish eighth, if I'm not wrong. So, I think Leicester all to go for and Chelsea, as in from off-field issues to on field issues, I think it, it, it's really generous to kind of predictions. I am actually uh, seeing that, okay, it's firstly going to be a high-scoring game because, again, it's towards the end of the season. We know a lot of mistakes come to play and, and, and I think that will happen again. But uh, I, I'm seeing at best we get a draw. I, I'm calling a 2-all draw and That's maybe right. uh, Rudiger yet again scores. Who knows?
1: Well, I've gone because I'm the I'm, I'm I am I am the Norwich of the prediction league this season, and we're going to include Craig in it next season so he can make me look good. But um, I am bombed. so I've got nothing to lose here. Whether I get a point or three points for getting the correct, I am actually going to go two-one to Leicester simply because why not? <laughs> I can say it's the last two games. If I got six points from the last two games to get the scores dead on i'd still be bottom so what <laughs> difference does it make
2: so I, i've gone 2-1 two, to leicester craig are you
0: well, are you I, backing
1: I,
2: the boys well i i already had my score in my head and one of you has stolen it so um i'm, two, I'm gonna stick with it and i i also i'm gonna go for a 2-2
1: two two well at least yeah. not normal three one Ankit, i'm conscious of the get time now yeah. thank you so much for coming in um rangers are on the pitch warming up along with um frankfurt thanks for coming on i'd wish you well but you know i wouldn't mean it and <laughs> just just <laughs> remind everybody your links are in the description below but just remind everybody where they can find you
3: Yeah, again, thanks a lot for having me. I know that, you know, uh, I've been dethroned off the, you know, top of the quiz chart. But again, I'll be back. Don't worry about that. But yeah, absolutely, you know, fun to be here as always. And people do watch, you know, uh, definitely this channel is great. Give it a like, give it a subscribe if you're watching, if you haven't. And you can find me on Almighty Blues FC. Okay, I think it's here. Almighty Blues FC. And that is on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. uh, And I am on Almighty Sports Plus in case you're interested in other sports. Uh, that's something that you can look out for as well. But yeah, great to
1: be here again. Brilliant. And you know what? Enjoy the game tonight. You might actually see um, how a team can win a final. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm Last one. Me, but, yeah. <laughs> last one. All the best, Ankit. Thank you very much, Cheers, mate. Take you. care. Stay safe. Bye. Cheers. Bye bye. He went, he went quicker than I planned then I was about to remove <laughs> you as well, you know. And I wish Ankit luck. He's a lo- he's yeah, a lovely guy, a is. lovely guy. He's and he knows his stuff, as we saw in the quiz. And uh, we'll talk quizzes after the show as well, yep. if that's okay. Um, we were talking, and I said we'd leave this until, um, until Ankit had gone, because I knew he'd, he'd got this match to do a, a watch along to. I actually, Drew, do you remember... The team that lost to Nottingham Forest, uh, yes, in the FA Cup, and that was pretty much the Tillemans, the man, the big names mm. we had out for that one. But do you remember the, the the match before in the FA Cup, which was when we beat Watford? Yeah, yeah. And we were we were in the middle of a COVID period there, and as much as we were missing cancelling games because we couldn't get enough players, but of course with the FA. They turned around and said, well, you know, we, you don't have a squad with us, so you can play your youngsters if you want. Mm-hmm. And he did play the youngsters, and we won 4-1 with the youngsters. And I know I know Watford, that you know, the, the the relegated and what have you, but at that point, they were, they were a Premier League team. The youngsters managed to beat them 4-1. The main team couldn't beat a, a Forest side that was, you know, in the tier below, although, unfortunately, mm-hmm. of course, that, that may change next season. But... Would you know you're you going to say about some youngsters that mm. you would like to see come through? So, oops, uh, I was just looking at that because I think we ended up with about four or five youngsters
2: on the pitch at the end. Yeah, yeah, we did. I think we we had like five or six homegrown players because it, mm. I think it included Luke Thomas. I think Hamza was on there as well. Harvey Barnes was probably on at some point. So, I think we had a lot of homegrown, uh, uh interspersed. Well, I think Will, Al- uh, Will Alves, uh, played. Uh, or oh, just going,
1: just just going through the youngsters. Oh, Danny Ward played by the way, on that. Um, let's Apparently, that's all back. And Smichael was always in. He yeah. he said that Danny Ward was supposed to. The idea was that he would yeah, play these not, two games. Norwich.
2: And then yeah. Yeah. did he? Was he in goal against Norwich? No, he was supposed to, but he felt his knee. Apparently, ah, uh, okay. they'd, they'd no, already I'm slotted actually, them in. So rather than move them around and say, right, well, you play this one, you could play another one. These were the games they were going to play. Um. And uh, yeah, but he, but he, yeah, he felt a twinge in his knee, so he didn't play. So Casper ah. came back in,
1: right? I did, I did think I was going mad then and thinking, no. like, it was, was, I was that another match. But the youngsters that were playing that, well, you know, that, that game, uh, yeah. Ve- Veonte Daly Campbell, yeah, Lewis Brunt, he was on from the start, yeah. um. Casey McAtee, yeah. Yeah, he came on for Perez. Oh, and Will Alvis. Yeah, he came on for, for Luckman. He had a he
2: had a nice little cameo, I remember Will Alvis. Yeah. He, he looked he looked a cocky little bugger. Yes,
1: yeah. And why oh god. Wyana Marcel Madivua. <laughs> he came on for the equally hard to say Vyante Daley Campbell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> god. I, I bet Lester hoping in the goops and shirt sales mm. from that. I mean, I, I, you know, did you see anything? Are, those, the, are yeah. those some of the players you were thinking well, of?
2: Yeah, well, I think I think McAteer then went off on loan. Um, he may have gone to Forest Green um, mm. uh, on loan. Lewis Brunt uh, just picked up Young Player of the Year, I think, or the the under 23s or um, mm. under 18s Player of yeah. the Year. And he came on uh, a couple of games ago as a subby got a bit of time. So. I would imagine that he's going to be on the bench, at least. Um, I'd I'd like to see Sammy Braybrook, um, mm. who won the Under-18s Player of the Year. Apparently, um, England captain at his age level yeah. as well. Um, again, supposedly a very all-action, very busy, sort of Connor Gallagher-type player. Um, so, I'd like to see him. I, I'm not sure... They're going to get much pitch time against Chelsea, to be honest, unless we're either out of the game or we're well in control of it. So someone may make the bench one or two. Um, and again, Will Alves is like also the other one um would be interesting is, is young Chris Popov, uh young Welsh striker who's been doing very well for the for the under 18s and then on the under 23s, looks oh, yeah. a prospect. Um Again, you don't know, you won't learn a lot about them, but particularly against Southampton, I think, you know, if if some of those can get 15, 20 minutes, then mm. I think it will give them a taste. And I think with those players, once they get that little bit of taste right at the end of the season, you would hope that they will come back raring to go in yeah. close season, ready to try and uh, get themselves on, onto I the benches. I don't remember before.
1: any of those players in that game doing anything particularly wrong. No. Not no, at all.
2: No, I'm gonna say I'm saying the only one I, I was a little bit disappointed that Daly Campbell doesn't seem to have kicked on. I'm not sure if he picked up an injury or or whether he went on loan, but I would have expected to see him a little bit more, particularly when we were struggling with with fullbacks with Ricardo getting injured and Cassani yeah. still not coming back. Just in uh, James, Justin out, uh, that he didn't seem to appear. So I'm not sure whether he's sort of fallen out of favor a little bit,
1: yeah. Um Scott uh, just mentioning pennant is also doing well. I'm just looking at Sammy Bray book. Unfortunately, the website doesn't give any information about the teams, but you know what they they used to be saying that you, you know, you were getting old when the policeman looked young. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) he looks about 10, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he's under 18. Of course, he bloody he looks about. There. I mean, the shirt does not fit him. I mean, I'm just, what no. he's got a kid's shirt on and not, the shirt doesn't fit him. And I know I'm I mean I'm jesting, obviously, that doesn't take take away from him, but I'm not sat here thinking,
2: bloody hell, you know. Yeah.
1: I? I mean, you can just
2: you can just imagine that, can you? You're coming on for 15 minutes in the last game of the season at your hometown club or the club where you've come through. And you, and you have a fantastic 10, 15 minutes, a little cameo. They'd be floating on air as they go into the summer season. You yes, think. So. yes,
1: weren't they? I mean, mm. he was born in March 2004. That, is, I mean, he's, that he's, should he's be He's younger illegal. than my kids. He's younger yeah. <laughs> my bloody kids, don't you? Uh, Talk, MU, good evening all. How are you? I thought um, you were going to say
2: you've got pants older than him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well sir you know me too well um talk welcome along uh guys do get along and support talks channel uh football versus cancer uh it's a great great cause and it's all about raising awareness and money for that charity uh he it, it does he it does lots of watch alongs etc so it's it's well worth uh well it's a very good charity and cause to support so get over there and give that um uh, Channel A subscription and Twitter as well. Um, yeah, Deontay Campbell. You know he he because he was on a few you know matches, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was, and, but he, he just seems to have disappeared. Um, yes, yeah. And I, I I, my my thought was, my thought was that the Norwich and the Watford games, and I, I'm I'm not being disrespectful to them, but. Like, you almost feel, looking at that, like the under-18s could beat them. You know, they've been that awful this season. Um, I'm a I am would be a bit worried if they put any of the youngsters out against Chelsea. And I know Ankit's yeah. been saying, oh, it's a good time to play us, blah, 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 blah. But on the opposite side or the flip side of the coin to what you were saying, if they get skinned alive by one of the Chelsea yeah. players, they could go off and it, they could it could just destroy them.
2: No, I, I agree I, for me, you know you, you may get one, maybe two on the bench, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be looking to 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 start them and and it's definitely see how the game's going. but I would think more for the for the Southampton game is where you might see one or two little cameos, yeah. Indeed.
1: Well, fingers crossed. I mean, it, it, there was 15, I think, signed or re-signed for the club
2: earlier in the season. So Yeah, and they're both you know, both teams, good. the under-18s and under-23s, have had decent seasons. I yes, think, you know, yes, they and have. Had, and they've had strong finishes to the season as well, so it bodes yeah, well. It does indeed, it does.
1: Um, I'm going to do a separate programme on this, um, mm. and uh, I've just yet to try and find uh, a gap when I can do it, to be honest with you.
2: But can you believe this? I know. I know Ten it's astonishing. Years. I remember you know, I remember seeing him come and um yeah it was back in back in the day when it, when he came and obviously we had other players on loan at the time as well. And I remember Jamie was one of the few at the time who was wearing black boots, um <laughs> which was quite rare. He just looked like he'd come off the playground, off the school yeah. playground in his socks and black. It looked like he was wearing his school shoes. Um, <laughs> a bit like that with, um,
1: with Kieran Dewsby Hall, isn't it? They've got to get yeah. – obviously, I haven't got a sponsor yet. But, yeah. uh, it, again, that's a sign of modern football. Where you look at a player and think, black boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean I mean I, I I literally guys it is a great write up not only just because I'm in it, mm. but it is a great write up. If you go onto the sportsman website, which is thesportsman.com and slash tag articles, um there's a thing there on from one million pound flop to Premier League icon, Jamie Vardy's 10 years at Leicester City. Uh Lee Chappie writes so a love. I mean, he basically says we love him, the opposition hate him, King Rattler, Shithouse God, of the goat, Ah, Jamie Vardy, now build the bloody statue. <laughs> mm-hmm. As always with Lee, it um it, it sums it up in as few words as possible. Again, if you're not following Lee Chappie, I don't know what you're doing. If you're a Leicester fan, you should be following him on his um, channel as well. And I I was asked to say a few words. And there's that paragraph that's in there. But just taking from that the headline that I said, if you were ever asked what has been the best signing in modern day football, look no further than Jamie Vardy.
2: Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I, I read the article before it came on, uh, Chris. Oh, Knight, did you? Uh, oh, well, yeah. well, well done. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, um, a really good article, and and I include your your part in that as well, Chris. Yeah, um, but yeah, those early, those first couple of seasons, when you think that what he's done is really been crammed into eight of those seasons, you know, from yes, from when he sort of really started to make his mark in the Great Escape season, mm. um. Before that, you know the the you know he's he's openly come out and talked about um, um you know wanting to to potentially just jack it all in. I think yeah. um, I think his wife uh, probably uh, even leaked that story to the Sun. Um, no, no, allegedly. <laughs> can we just say allegedly?
1: Please, I yeah. I can't afford lawyers. Allegedly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah so. But I mean, from what he's done in that in that sort of eight years, you know, he's won virtually everything that there is to win domestically, including a golden boot. Yeah, including, you know, breaking the record. You know, a Leicester player holds the record for scoring in consecutive games in the Premier League. It's it's yes. phenomenal, and ridiculous, uh, all at the, all at the same time. And yeah, I mean, what a million quid and and people laughed and and i know people have been digging out old uh old tweets from back in the mm-hmm. day of when we signed him and old comments and uh yeah. i don't think anybody would have thought that he would have gone on to have the career he has and the uh, football
1: world it, had gone mad a million yeah, pounds I mean, we, we just, player
2: yeah uh we're just so lucky that you know that he stayed and and as i think in, in in either in that bit or another thing that i uh, i read we stayed loyal to him through those tough times and then you, when the, the favour had to be returned and yeah. he could have gone to Arsenal, he stayed loyal to us as well. And uh,
1: Can I just say, Craig, you were actually quoting me there.
2: Oh, was I? Well, <laughs> you, you were go. indeed, but there there you thank go. you very much. I knew, I knew I'd read it from some esteemed journalist. <laughs> <Well>, exactly. <laughs> you said, I think, yeah, that's me. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, um so you're right, it's yeah. true. But it's yeah. true. And I think he, he if anybody you knows, they say that teams look at... Leicester City and go. That's the dream. It Mm. can be done. Yeah, maybe it's a lot harder now, and it may not get done again. But it's proved that it can. It can actually be done. Mm. And I think some players will look at Jamie Vardy as a great inspiration. Thinking, well, my career's over. I'm playing in the second or you know fourth tier, whatever, third or fourth tier. What have I got to play for? Well,
2: go and have a look. You know. You know when he when he joined Chris. Um, so let's say Community Shield, FA Cup, Premier League, Golden Boot, League Cup. When he joined, you would have said the only one he's got an outside chance of winning out of all those is the League Cup, yes, and it's now the only one he hasn't got. I
1: was thinking, yeah, I was, yeah, that is very. I mean, you look, I mean, I think that's the thing, I think he he does. In, I mean, he enjoys playing, and yeah. you know, I think if he—I mean, the other thing I said—and I was probably this was a little bit tongue in cheek, but if he said, oh, "I'm going to be playing when I'm 40," yeah. you probably would say you wouldn't say he, that he wasn't, no. you know, in in some form or another. But I think the fact that it's come to him
2: so late in in his life, yeah. uh, he's making the most of it. I mean, when you're looking at it, that 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 season where we had the great escape, he was what mm. 27, 28. I mean, he- yeah it's ridiculous to think okay the best you know the best career you could possibly have is in front of you yes. at the age of 27 28 yeah. and, and we're forgetting the fact that that he's been to a european championships and a world cup and i think he's scored at both been in the england team that fantastic flicked back flick goal that he scored oh. for england against I, against I mean, germany just, as well yeah i mean it's yes. it's it, literally it's unbelievable
1: they've got to make the film at some point, haven't yeah. they? You know, if they don't, I don't know. I mean, we're available to play him at different stages of his life. Aren't we? <laughs> I'm not sure whether my stage has arrived yet or not, but, uh, but no. And, and to think that, you know, we signed him like, like you, you alluded to, he nearly went off repping in Ibiza. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine him doing, you know, not enjoying that much, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course you can. Um, and, you know, we, we put the arm around him, Vichai did, I think it was, and, and spoke to him. And mm-hmm. like you say, he could have gone to Arsenal and he didn't. Um, and it's just, he didn't actually really kick on in his career until we got promoted. Because the season before, mm-hmm. it was David Nugent and Leo Joe, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, was. Yeah, you
2: know? he yeah, was, not as I say. It was uh, it was in that year, wasn't it? I mean, he had that great game against uh, Man United that yeah. we all remember forever. The five three, his first
1: goal, I think his
2: first. Yeah, and you know, yeah. and that was a that showed a little bit about him that mm. that finish when he when he got through and he just sort of flat-footed uh, De Gea. Um and and let's not forget that he made the first goal for for uh, a in that game. When he chased mm. down a lost ball and sort of managed to get an unbelievable crossing. Yes. And that, that was the season, as you say, where, where he came to the fore and he started growing in confidence. And uh, it's definitely, he, he hasn't looked back, has he? And he as you him. quite rightly said, he's enjoyed every minute of it. Oh, definitely, definitely. And when you come to think, some of the players
1: that we've had, and this is something else I said, you know, Banks, Shilton, mm. Worthington, you know, <laughs> there's been some great players that have graced the, you know, Leicester pitch, but mm. he, he is he is so, so up there. And I think he he, he is a inspiration to, mm. to anybody that thinks that, you yeah. know, they are past it. Uh, and he can, you know... You don't have to sort of walk away from football because you're not in a, a first team on, you know, mm. eighteen. Um And I think we we will probably appreciate him more when he's actually left, if that is possible. Mm. <laughs> you know, when he when he moves mm. on, which will probably be to America, in fairness, where he's got the club yeah. Uh and maybe have a season or two out there playing as well as owning it. God knows how um, what they'll do
2: over there with the libel laws. Geez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't even think about it, yeah. He could be the first footballer <laughs> sued for, uh, for for pretending to be an eagle. Um, but I, I think we'd, we've just got to say it has been a pleasure to have a player of his quality pulling the blue of Leicester. Over.
2: And what I hope is that that is recognised by the rest of football and the, the sort of top six biased media that we have in this country. Um I, I'm sure that when it comes to the BBC match of the day, that Gary Lineker will make sure that it's it's given prominence. But it'd be interesting to see if if Sky and BT give it barely a second. Uh, yes, a
1: second glance. yeah. I mean, it, I mean, although it was following the the the, the win, the, the Premier League win, but they did give him quite a lot of coverage with the eleven in eleven. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it, it it is a good point. Or you know, will he simply? be forgotten, hmm. you know, but I'm sure there will be players that are coming up and maybe getting to 9-9 in nine nine or 10, and yeah. it will be, you know, it'll always be brought up for that, of course. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing here, and I'm just going to check, because um, obviously it's all over Leicester City, hmm. uh, and the Leicester Mercury and everything like that. Um, I'm, just, I'm just seeing whether the Sky have actually uh, put it up or not. Um, nope. Not a thing, hmm. not a thing about it, yeah. Just the games, yeah. Um, they can't even be bothered. They've got Premier League previews, Villa against Burnley, Chelsea versus Leicester, and more. But they've got a picture of Burnley and uh, Villa up there. As the I was driving break.
2: back, I know Talk Sports said that they were going to have a, a, a chat about it. Um, I didn't hear it, but they did mention it. Um, so you know, that would be really disappointing if if Sky. Just uh, wash talk over sport,
1: to be totally honest with you, and I, I'm a little bit biased here because obviously I do pop on there every now and again. But talk sport do do give you the coverage, yeah, you know, and you know, they, they're not always going to say nice things about you because they want you to ring in and argue yeah, with so. them. That's the whole idea of it. But uh, there you go, Craig. Thank you so much, as always. Fingers crossed You're for welcome. three points tomorrow, and uh, and I'm sure it'll be a party atmosphere, whatever. Uh, But do you think, sorry, we're going to ask this very quick question. Uh, Do you think if Brendan does get a top 10 finish and Mm. like Ankit said, we could finish sort of eighth to 14th, but for me, being on that top half of the table, you know, on the first slide when it comes up on Match of the Day, we're on there and a European Cup semi-final, considering the season we've had, it would be quite a, not total success, but it it won't have been a completely
2: disastrous season. No, not not at all. I mean, you already start thinking where we've let little points go, and and what yeah. might have been. You know, we would have only been a few points away from getting European football again. But with everything that's gone on, as bad as we've been in in certain aspects of our game, with the um, the 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 injuries that we've mm. had, um, and as you say, we've probably played more games this season than we've ever played. Yeah. Um, I would say um, that it's been it's been a decent season. It's been yeah. a decent season, and and it just shows, as Brendan has said quite rightly, the level of expectation amongst media and of fans has been raised by the success that we've had over the last couple of seasons. So, totally, you know, yeah. if this is, you know, I, I always used to moan that that uh, the Man U fans or whatever and, and ones like that they would moan. If they weren't in the top four, that was the only thing they had to worry about. I don't want us to become that club and that fan set who who moan if we're outside the top six, you know. Let's uh... I,
1: I've had to bite my tongue a few times because I found myself becoming that that fan yeah. you know uh you know well, we were, i know this is the same squad that got us there the last two times yeah. <laughs> top five yeah but yes yeah but it's going to be an exciting day on saturday anybody that's not going to any matches uh join us at um three o'clock uh for the soccer sunday uh, of all things is a little bit different mm-hmm. um you've got myself and three guests and we will be uh, reviewing uh, I've got Doug, who's a Liverpool fan, and he'll be following the title battle. We've got uh, Anthony, who is an Arsenal fan, who will be following the fight for the European places. Because, I mean, it's not decided yet. You know, he could end up with Europa, mm-hmm. Conference, Champions yeah. League, whatever. And uh, Pidge, the Watford fan, he'll be watching the scrap for survival at the bottom with three still with a chance of going down, let's say. Excellent. You know. Yeah, should be. And it's there's. I think there's only there's only our game. I think that we don't actually affect any of those three things. Every other game has got somebody with a horse in
2: one of those three races. I think what we should put on it is is uh, our chance to beat them nine nil at home. Yes, that's yes. what we like, should go for.
1: That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's not going to happen, is it? But that we could is. hope. We yeah. could hope. But anyway, hey, never say never. Who'd have, who'd have said that before? Indeed. Indeed. Craig, thank you very much. All I'll right, speak right. to you in a second. And Cheers. thanks, as always. Take care. All the best. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. So that's it. I will be back tomorrow at 7.30 for the watch along. Um, We've got a Southampton preview at 7 with the Southampton fan on Friday. And then on Sunday, it's the big... Soccer Sunday, end of season watch along. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to Craig, as always, great to have him on, and thanks to Ankit for popping on as well. And um, thank you to all for watching. If you are watching on YouTube, remember press that uh, subscribe button. It all all helps us uh, helps the channel out. And uh, we, we have, we've got about we've got about twelve shows lined up in the upcoming so shows section. So click that notification bell as well and you won't miss one we've got Jerry Taggart coming on um this should be very very interesting actually Jerry Taggart is coming on and he will be telling us what he thinks Leicester how Leicester performed last season now that could be interesting with being the next player but just remember just remember that that show is youtube only it's not going to be on facebook it's not going to be on twitter you need to subscribe to the youtube channel to watch and comment on it thanks to Craig we'll be back I can say tomorrow at 7.30 myself and Josh we will see you then take care and uh, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy goodnight now thanks for watching Leicester till I die this is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time
0: follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram